The Pixel Hearts would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where each member has recorded this episode. The Gadigal people of the Aura Nation, the Wadawarung, the Bunurong, and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The team would like to pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and recognise the sovereignty was never ceded. This continent always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to the Pixel Hearts. My name is Cameron and I wasn't really challenged by Chance of Sanaa because as a gay man, I've had to explain to a lot of straight people what serving cunt means. So figuring out languages isn't a problem. (laughs) Hello, my name is Faye and as part of my New Year's resolution, I've been learning to become a wizard. I just hit level three this week, but I need more spells. Um, Do any of you have a copy of Power Word Come for me? Hi everyone, I'm Molly Ann, but I ate four cans of alphabet soup yesterday. Then I probably had the biggest vowel movement ever. (laughs) 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 It doesn't deserve that. (laughs) Camera, come back. (laughs) It was so bad that it deserved it. And we are a team of romantic gamers who want to help you achieve a play of the game in your love life. (laughs) And this week on the show, if you listened last week, we uh, had a look back at 2023, the year that was. And weirdly, we did not actually talk about um, the movie uh, Five Nights at Freddy's with the amazing character from Josh Hutchinson, who had such character traits as my brother was stolen once. And that's about it. Um, but we had a look at like what we loved in gaming and some interesting gaming moments, and we were supposed to look at 2024, but as we do, we talked too much. So That's this week, we're going to turn the camera the other direction. Instead of looking into the past, we're looking into the future, because cameras can do that, and that analogy works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, famously. Famously. So I think we just want to kind of talk about some of the things that we're excited about, whether it's... um. Confirmed coming, kind of an unknown, and maybe just some trends that we're seeing in gaming that we're excited about as well. Um, let's kick it off. Either of you got a game that is like burning a hole in your wish list, get ready to go day one? Yes. Done. Baby okay, steps. end of the episode. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bam. All right, you go. Hit me. What is it? Baby Steps. Baby Steps? Yeah, the new game by Senpai Foddy. Baby Steps? Tell us about Baby Steps. <laughs> Baby Steps is, from what I can gather from the trailer, uh, is about a guy who gets teleported into a world and then has to manually control his legs and get around. <laughs> so you have to manually move each of his legs as he goes through the world. And it plays off it horrifically. I especially like the use of Australian and New Zealand accents, as far as I can tell, for the characters, because it comes off really well when you're calling a guy out for being a terrible walker in that accent. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Why are you wearing a onesie that looks like you've shat yourself? Because it's called Baby Steps. It's about a gamer and he's like power wearing that onesie so that he can game harder. It sounds Ooh. a lot like a strand game. 
this a strand oh, yeah, game? Yeah, I'd say it's it's probably a strand game. <laughs> There's so much about this that makes me uncomfortable, but that onesie is a hundred percent the thing that just I oh I don't like looking at it. And it's how exciting and is it's it? so weirdly shaped to his buttocks. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's nothing. You're right where the camera sits. Right where the camera sits. It is Cake City on this boy. Oh, Cake City. Oh Sign me God. up. Okay. All right. Baby steps. There we go. Number one, straight off the bank. Malian. <laughs> what's, oh, look at those what buns. Are, I'm sorry. All right. I didn't realize that hot cross buns were already out. It's January. I it's mean. the seam down the crack as well that <laughs> oh. makes it like accentuated. I'm glad that we've got a new new genre of like, I uh, won't lie. strand games as a, a, as a <laughs> new type of game. That's um, definitely as, like the body shape that I uh, would take to bed. But still, there's that onesie. Is, <laughs> Jesus All Christ. I want. <laughs> um, Mixed feelings uh, going on over here. Talking about new genres of games, um, my clip-clop pony, pony clip-clop game of the year will be uh, the Chocobos. Us being able to finally chuckabo it up in the new Final Fantasy, I believe. Oh, yeah. Final Fantasy VII Re- Rebirth. Rebirth. Yeah. Not Afterbirth. To- That's a different one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the third one in the trilogy of the re-releases. So Genova's just give, <laughs> like clinging to Hojo's hand. just like, ah, and he's like, push. <laughs> and then they make a casserole out of it. And then a Sephiroth came, so comes out with a fully-sized adult head and a baby body. And the sword, Massimono. And the sword, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, no, obviously, this is the big one. He'll is, grow into it. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> the idea that's it. But he's also got the full head of hair at the full length. Yep, yep. Um, this is a horrific scene. Um, also, in this scene, is Genova just the torso version of Genova? Oh, yeah, of oh, okay. course. That works. It's kind of come out the bottom of the torso. <laughs> the hair wrapped around it like an egg cocoon that unfurls when it hits the ground with a wet splat. <laughs> We've turned into a body horror uh, podcast. Um, I do like Cronenberg. I'm a big fan. February, Final Fantasy VII <laughs> Rebirth. An exciting Re- one. Um, did you, you obviously enjoyed Remake. Yes, I I, st- I haven't finished it, but I did. Neither did I. I didn't finish remake either. <laughs> what? I think okay. I've seen it played through twice. It's very good. So here's the here's the re- here's the the shame of me. I love Final Fantasy. I love Final Fantasy. I love it so much. I fucking can't stand Final Fantasy VII, and I hate that it became the premier Final Fantasy that everyone got obsessed with. I can't stand <gasps> it. I never liked the first one. I understand its importance. To be clear, objectively, I get. Good, important game. Get it. Me? Can't stand it. Hate all the characters. Hate the world. <laughs> hate the world building. Hate the art direction. Hate everything about it. I play it and i just there like, shut the fuck up. Cloud, fuck off. Cl- Tifa, fuck off. Aerith, fucking get a personality. And then they gave her one. Um, remake was a lot easier for me to play. I enjoyed it. Um, as I said, they did much better with the character work, but it is that thing that because I don't have that nostalgia hook to it, I found they've reached a point where I'm like, I feel like I'm slogging. I'm just slogging through this. 
Um, it's just a little bit the same thing. I'm, I'm a little bit the problem I'm having with 16 and going back and replaying. I'm like, I am liking this because I get to unlock the cool new abilities and the characters are there. Clive is good. Joshua is good. And Jill, Jill is a woman in a Final Fantasy game. So sometimes they do the best they can, which is bad. Well, I must stress, if you want to be prepared for the new Final Fantasy VII and maybe you didn't finish that first one entirely, may I suggest watching Tim Rogers' action button review of the Final Fantasy VII remake, which is only three hours and 19 minutes long and is like a masterclass of videos, like absolutely masterclass. Look, I, I will probably, once again, I'll play this one after the fact, probably. Again, the fact that we can be on Chocobos is uh, really the thing that draws me into a Final Fantasy game. If you say to me, like, exactly. hey, there's free riding Chocobos in the world, I'll be like, I'll fucking do that all fucking day. You better you just exactly. scroll down the genres and look for pony time yep. clip-clop. Exactly. Birdie, birdie time <laughs> clip-clop for me. Thank you. Chocobos <laughs> only. Uh, I... Uh, like, I, I will spend time in 14 just being like, me and my chocobo are just going to ride in that direction. Let's have fun. Fun times. Um, what noises do they make? Oh, it's that queer. They do like... <laughs> yeah, they do say queer. K-W-E-H. Queer. Queer. Cute. I fucking love chocobos. Like, I cannot <laughs> express how much I love chocobos. Um, something I'm excited for... <laughs> It's such a wild thing just to drop. Uh, also coming out in February is a game called Nightingale. Are you guys across this? It's coming out in early access in Feb. So That's Nightingale is um, a la things like Rust and all that. It's like a kind of like a, a bit of a world building thing. But the whole point is it's set in like a Victorian era and you travel through these gates through like fairy tale worlds. So you like meet Yota and you meet this and all that kind of stuff. And you can either live in harmony with the, with the, um, with nature, um, or you can, you know, get into industrialism. Um, I obviously, uh, love industry and, and, uh, I love destroying nature. No, uh, I can't wait. Cause I, <laughs> I love the idea of just being able to like go and exist in like this really interesting take on fairy tales and being amongst mm. it. Um, it is early access and it will be a multiplayer game and you can pick the kind of world that you want to build your house in um, and then you can build either something that's very like treehousey and part of nature or you can build like very industrial kind of stuff and it's that kind of turn of turn of the century. Like I really just, something about it is really, and the art direction on it and the character, like I think the creature design on it is just really good creature design. Like all of these, th- all of these like things from myth and folklore. Because I did a bit of study on myth and folklore when I was in uni, and so all of this like stuff that I've read about and know, there's just really interesting design takes on them that I love. So that will be coming out in February as well. I want to shout out something else in February that I'm not excited for, but it feels like a fever dream that it is finally coming, and that's Skull and Bones. Oh yes, you mean the game that's been in development for like almost as long as Baldur's Gate three was longer, a longer. Like I feel like Skull and Bones was first announced back in like what twenty? I want to say twenty sixteen. It was first announced. Huh. Originally set to be released in twenty eighteen, it began development in twenty thirteen. Ooh, is this like Black Flag? 
It's black flag. Black flag. (laughs) (laughs) Minus, minus the assassin bits. Holy shit. Um, uh, Minus the assassin bits. It's um, just the ship side of it. So if you enjoyed the boat side... (laughs) If you enjoyed the boat side of... um, (laughs) Oh, I did. And the sea shanties? Yeah, then you'll love it. This one's for you, gamers. <laughs> you'll love this one. Oh, oh dear. Okay. Um, I've got another one. Yep. Hit me. I can throw out there. I'm very, very excited. It's mm. Hyper Light Breaker. Because Heart Machine is one of my favorite developers. Like, straight up. Because Hyper Light Drifter was amazing. Uh, Solar Ash, uh, I think, was heavily underrated i adored that game and while i had good reviews when did it come out because i feel it came out against another darling that kind of took its it came out at the end of 2021 what was big then i feel like there was something else that came out the other time that just kind of everyone was talking about i adored solar ash it was such a great game and i'm very looking forward to hyperlight breaker Mm. there's just something about their like futuristic designs and their color palettes that they use for their games that just always make me so fucking happy to play through them they are beautiful games it's their their use of color is so good i love a game Mm. that just embraces color like this it's the whole reason that like i slapped so hard with hades straight out the gate was its use of color this is the same thing like not being afraid it's interesting there's a game coming out next year and is it Hades 2? N- oh, well, fuck. If Hades 2 came out next year, you would never fucking see me. I'm so excited for Hades 2. I'm so excited that your mentor is Hecate, my favorite fucking Greek god. I am so excited for Hades 2. But no, it's actually the antithesis of what we're talking about with the use of color. There's a game that I never thought would get a sequel, and it's getting a sequel. And if it gets a sequel, my god, I hope. I've not looked up any trailers. I might look now. Because I hope to God they don't do the same color grading that they did for the first one. And that is Which game? Greedfall 2. So Greedfall 2 is apparently coming. There is, okay, bad news. It looks like they learnt nothing from the first one. <laughs> the first Greedfall is so brown the whole time. Yep. It is a uh, sea yep. of brown. It's so boring to look at and it's like here's this exciting mythological world but everything's in sepia tone like it was it's like it came from that time where like gears of war was first starting Mm. where every single developer was like uh go outside look at the ground those are the only colors you're allowed to use don't look up not at the sky just at the ground if i see a green and a blue i will curb stomp your entire family (laughs) Um, but yeah, it looks like it's another, uh, from the pictures I'm seeing here, it's maybe a bit better. Like maybe they've not had it so washed, but there is a lot of brown going on again. And I just, I'm, yeah. we're past that as gamers. Um, we don't do brown but look anymore. look at those God rays though. Yeah. Oh, whew, look out. Fuck the brown off. town. It's still brown whether light is hitting it or not. <laughs> brown light brown light um but if we want to talk big fantasies dragon's dogma 2 did you guys play the first one 
Yes. I was a fiend for Dragon's Dogma. And it was so wild because it was this game that kind of came in. I remember it was one of those ones where I was walking through. Oh, it wasn't even EB. Do you remember when the EB actually had like competitors like game? It was just called game. GameStop. There was GameStop as well. But um, the one that had like. A, no, no. I feel like game yeah, was like yeah, yeah, the yeah. purple one. Yeah. And it just had the word game, game. in like pretty slab yeah. uh, font across the top. And you'd be like, huh. Yeah. So I don't mind if I do. And they had better <laughs> deals often. And that's probably why they went out of business. Cause, um, but that, I remember walking through and picking up the first Dragon's Dogma. And I was like, this slaps. It had one of my favorite classes I've seen in a game, which was the, um, the sorcery archer. Like, I just love the idea of, like, just having, like, just the handle to a bow and then you just draw back and magic arrows appear out of thin air and they, like, home in on people. I loved it so much. It was, I loved the multi-classing. It was so good. I loved the climbing on things. I loved the really weird kind of bizarre (sighs) uncanny valley that all of the, like, helpers had, but also that weird, like, it was so off-putting that they're like they're slaves but they love being slaves and if they weren't slaves they'd uh. die <laughs> they're they're a race that only they, they can only survive if they're slaves and you're like okay go okay. on <laughs> they just love it they love slaving this reminds me of another game that i'm looking forward to this year Oop. um it's <laughs> fuzzy mm. ghosts uh <laughs> Janet oh, Dore yes. is a slumlord, a slumlord is... and witch. If we're talking about um, yep, 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 particular yep, yep, yep. categories or uh, careers, landlord is one that is unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> well, also may one day be obsolete. Um, got every every rental in our fucking area is being sold out but that's a depressing conversation about the real world and we don't do that here no we no. do unless it's about relationships yeah. <laughs> <laughs> janet damore is a slumlord and a witch our next yes, question is going to be a fucking um my i'm dating a landlord is that ethical <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about this game <laughs> i love it i saw the trailer for it at um Free Play Parallels Showcase, mm-hmm. and I just thought it was divine. It's comedy, horror, um, just... Inspired by movies like The Exorcist, which Ooh. they talked about there. So they're going for that real kind of like uh, like late 80s, early 90s kind of campy horror feel where there's Ooh. a level of seriousness, but it's just overwhelmed by how ridiculous some of the like shots and lines are. Nice. Yeah. Again, that's that obviously made by the same developers as a queer man peering into a rock pool. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Now I'm on. Yeah. I get what you mean. A shout out yeah. to another cute little uh, indie developer, which, as a, as we said in our last episode, is where you're going to find some of the more interesting ideas happening in gaming, I feel. Like, we've named a few there, which are going to be, like, let's be honest, I know what Dragon Dogmas 2 is going to be. Like, I know what it's going to be. I know what it's handing to me. Um Dare I say, we know what Final Fantasy Rebirth is going to be. Um, so it is exciting to find those like little ones that are a bit of a different idea. I want to shout out another indie that I found that comes out this year. It's called... Um, now, I'm not sure on the pronunciation. It's either Rika or Rekka. Um, I think it's Rika. And it's a cute little like 
third person, like exploration, little survival, little build your home. And the reason I'm excited about it is the home you're building is because you are a young, I think you're young or you're an apprentice, but you are the young Baba Yaga. And your home that you're building is on its uh, little chicken legs going through the wilderness. Oh, oh I God, love chicken legs house. Box, box, chicken, blip, blip. Exactly. It is box, box, clip, clop. Sorry. <laughs> box, box, clip, yep. clop. <laughs> it's birdie time, clip, clop, but it's your house. Um, oh, so you get to like, okay. your house follows you around in the woods and, um, or you can park it and go back to it. And you're like going around and you're a witch and you're like, making salves and exploring the wilderness and helping the people of the wilderness. And like, I love the idea of Baba Yaga. And so a game where you get to play as her Baba and she's Yaga. not immediately like so many people are me like Baba Yaga is just evil and mean. And this just seems like this is Baba Yaga when she's just being a chill witch in the woods, which is rare, but it happens. So I'm excited for that. It looks really cute. I have, How do you spell I have two the, very the short name? ones. Uh, R-E-K-A, Rekka. Or Rika. Yeah. I think it's Rika. I found it on, do you know what? I found it on TikTok. And TikTok is where I keep finding these cute little games that are in early development. Mm. And I get to follow them all the way up. Because that used to be Twitter. And then Elon. Mm. elon did it all. Yeah. Fucking he really musked it he all musked up. it up. <laughs> and so now Twitter is no longer a place for me to actually find new and interesting games. There's one or two still on there. Can um, be associated with anything that doesn't implode? Or explode, like an engine, like a Tesla engine. I, I know, I don't want. Or a space rocket, or oh, yes, his, his marriages, um, <laughs> his, rela- his relationship with, with his children. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so TikTok oh, has been a really good way for me to like. I just find these little developers. There's one that I don't think it's going to come out this year, but I can't remember its name either. I'll try and look it up in a second. Um, it's. This guy who's just been designing this game where this his protagonist is a conductor and who fights with music. And as you fight, the music notes fly out and it makes the music as you're fighting. Um, it's like a third person action oh. and like you're fighting like by creating like your your conductor's stick is a wand mm. that you're like drawing out spells of music and sending them off. Oh my it god, looks yes. Amazing. Yes. I will share it later. I can't remember its name. I'm gonna try and find it now while we talk. Thanks. I have two quick ones. One of them is uh, like a given, which is Silk Song, if it doesn't come out this year. Uh, Team Cherry, please take your time. It's okay. We understand. But also we'll be excited when it comes out. And uh, the other one is a bit of a weird one because it's kind of an interactive documentary, which is Llama Soft, the Jeff Minter story, which mm. is about a interesting uh game developer from the especially the early days of game development around atari and commodore 64 when i was growing up i played an awful lot of uh attack of the mutant camels which was an old commodore 64 game and that was kind of burned into my head as a kid so it would be nice to see how he went about creating these pretty psychedelic and weird looking games over the years because he's made a lot mm. i found it i found it yeah. so it's called sword of symphony what? um and i think it's Is that what the kids are calling it these days yes sword sword of symphony um and i would say just if you look that up 
that is it's so cute i love it and like Aww. the art direction on it and um it's a it's a black protagonist as well it's like it's just it's the art direction on it is beautiful already so far i'm so here for it awesome i have um one last one on my list mm -hmm. is remember wolf among us the sequel's meant to yes. be coming out this year. Oh, because didn't they release the last of, like, The Walking Dead as well? Like, they released oh, sorry. it. Did I say The Last of Us? Because I meant The Wolf Among Us. No, you said The Wolf Among yeah, Us. Yeah, you said Wolf Among okay. Us. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The walk Because Telltale, Walking Dead. Yes. yes. They did the last episode last, like, just recently, I feel like. Last year, they finally... Oh, really? They, who was it? Because another, another company has picked them all up. Yeah, it's ad hoc studios, which is mainly old Telltale stuff. Yeah. Have picked up a lot of the old, which, by the way, is a great name for a studio Fantastic. comprised of people who suddenly lost <laughs> yes. their jobs and now working to finish the IP that they put all of their heart yep. into. Yeah, amazing name. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think they just finished Walking Dead, and now they're doing Wolf Among Us, which yeah. is amazing. Well, yeah, because I'm really glad because I was really sad um, when Telltale kind of closed up shop. Because they were doing so much good work in that area of, like... Yeah, there's so many narratives you know? that just kind of... They never got to put their final touch on. Yeah. That is exciting. I have... It is. Exciting. It is. I, I love the colour scheme of the Wolf Among Us like, mm. stuff that's have, come out right? for the second one. It's such a beautiful, like, yeah. combination of colours. Yeah. It's like neo-noir, always into that. Yeah, and I always, I've, I've really realized that I do love like a detective story um, in any mm -hmm. kind of sense of it, right? Like I think we talked about Firewatch, you know, in the broader oh, sense. Firewatch. These kind, yes, Firewatch was also excellent. So I think uh, last episode was like um, what became of Edith Finch, right? Like mm -hmm. these kind of games have a real soft spot for them. Yeah. Um, I have one. I've, I'm going to just name out a couple of quick things that will just par power through. Um, Metal Gear Solid Triangle, which is the Snake Eater remake, um, which is interesting. Uh, I, Snake Eater is, I think, the strongest from the modern Metal Gear Solid franchise. So I'm excited to see like a modern take on it, like get rid of some of the little bits and pieces we don't need. Do you think it'll be as solid as Faye's imp impersonation of Snake? Yes. You'll have. No. We'll we'll have to get <laughs> our our own. Solid Snake onto um, the episode to go through us uh, when that one comes out. Solid snake. We can do a Solid Snake retrospective on all of your romances through all the games. <laughs> I would actually be very into that because almost all of them are terrible. terrible in their own way. Terrible. <laughs> Weirdly, three I think has the closest he gets to a long term relationship because she's still alive um, and old. Late. Oh wait, no, it's a different snake. Ignore that. I can't believe I just forgot that. Um, oh my god! You can't get your. I can't get my. Confused. I've got my snakes all <laughs> around the wrong way. Um, I did just see Hades Two will be in early access this year, apparently. So I'll yep, yep. take that and run with it. Um, but the other one that I want to shout out because it's time for my girl to get into the spotlight because oh, in March, Princess Peach Showtime is coming <laughs> and she's serving looks. She's serving kung fu, <gasps> fencing, patisserie, like oh, those outfits are amazing. Like when they announced it, I was like, "Oh, Princess Peach game, fair enough." And then it showed the outfits, yep. and everyone who I was watching with was like, "Wait, wait, that's I like this that. Laps. What she dressed as now, this is great." Yep. 
A I mean, fashion game. You know, as the French say, right? Sous la vue. <laughs> as the French say, sous la vue. Um, I'm so excited for her. <laughs> um, I cannot wait for my girl Peach to get her own game again. Um, and girl. I don't care that like people are like, oh, of course the girl has the outfits one. I'm like, fuck off. She's going to serve looks. She's going to be amazing. As if she would turn up and be like, I'm just going to wear one little dress this whole time. No. Even in even in Odyssey, girl was like, I'm serving a look at every single location. Yep. Like, I guarantee. Yeah. Do you know what? I reckon Peach could Vogue. I reckon Peach could do ballroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her doing her float down from the ceiling into a drop. Queen. You know, I think that. Mario and Peach should separate because I think Peach would be better with Link. Link has a thing about costumes as well, and I mm. think yeah. that they would really yeah. get along there, right? Maybe mm. that's the direction of gaming as a whole. We need to start mix and matching IPs. Uh, cross-pollinating. Imagine if Nintendo did a year of, like, shuffle. Like, it was Nintendo's year of shuffle, and they randomly mixed their heroes up with different characters and different genres. Imagine if there was like a battle royale style game where there was like Sonic and Nintendo and Pokemon. Oh, and if you and, and if Shut you punch up. them and they go off the stage, you win. Get fucked. I, I couldn't. Have, I fucking hate you all. Also, Last of Us Part Two is getting a remaster for some reason. We know why. I don't. Um, no. Also, the new Prince of Persia is coming out, which is a side scroller again. Yeah, I am optimistic yeah i think that's fair prince of persia is one of my favorite series and uh yeah Mm. yeah there's lots of good things coming out i think look uh once again we're we're gonna start seeing the lines blurred between what is an indie and what isn't i think oh you mean dave the diver syndrome syndrome. um (laughs) look it was that was i love that that was the controversy we ended the year on on Oh, I was what thinking, is an indie? I got I got very angry about that whole yeah. thing. So I'll just leave yeah. it there. Um, but I also don't think, like, we've named a couple there that are, like, big ones. But I also don't think there is, like, you know, like, you go back, like, last year. And this year would be, like, Tears of the Kingdom's coming out. That's the game. And the year before that, it was, like, Elden Ring's coming out. That's the game. I just don't think next 2024 has one of those. Do you think that's fair? I think that's fair. I think we've got a good Maybe scattering. Maybe for the best, right? Yeah. That's what you want. I think uh, that's better. Yes, we've got a buffet. Okay. I have a, a few tiny indie yep, things. Hit us. Uh, most importantly, Trash Goblin. You're a goblin and you own a shop and you get trash and you clean it up and then you sell it. It looks great. They, I'm very excited for Trash Goblin. I feel like someone's been Very watching excited. me and that they've just based a game on my life. Is this like a legal We've battle got... I have to get into? <laughs> we have a Rift of the Necro Dancer, oh. sequel to Crypt of the Necro Dancer, which I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Nine Souls, which is coming out soon. That's Souls, S-O-L-S, which is a like hand-drawn 2D platformer. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I've been excited for for some time. Uh, hopefully, we have a couple of local games in Melbourne, such as uh, Spiritwell. 
which has been in development for a while and has so much character that it's uh, ridiculously overflowing. That's just some of the things that are sitting on my Steam wish list currently that are small indies that you should probably check out. Do we know, has there been any update recently on Dead Static Drive? There has been a few. Okay. That's one I'm excited for when it comes out. I'm trying to remember. But I'm not hurrying them. That game, that game's <laughs> oh, no, fire. That can take as long as it needs to. Oh, yeah. Um, well, it sounds like that's all we've got time for today. Um, we want to thank Ryan Stan for producing the Pixel Hearts and Blusher for our intro and outro, the Pixel Hearts theme song, and One Pixel at a Time for all of our links. Or if you need the Pixel Hearts to help troubleshoot your love life, head to our link tree in the show notes. But until next time, be kind to each other and have a... Happy and safe 2024.